Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Red Men News, the place to get all your Liverpool. Premier League champions, news rumours, uh, a little bit of bullshit. I was just trying to put a smile on Errol's face there. Uh, Errol Smith joins us for this one. And for the last time, uh, for now, we're currently sponsored by Beer 52. So you, as a Redman viewer, listener, subscriber, um, you can get a total of eight beers for 5.95 posting packaging. You also get a snack. You also get a magazine. So if you like your pale ales, um, a hoppy amber ale, um, which is 5% like... <laughs> Expand your taste buds, try something different, celebrate Liverpool being Premier League champions. I want to see how many times I can get Premier League champions into a news for the Premier League champions. And I'm never going to get tired of saying Premier League champions, I'm afraid. Uh, an Irish red traditional pale ale. Um, these guys are the home of, of independent business as well. So, like, there's loads of stuff going to be happening in the next couple of weeks, but support independent businesses because there's other people that, you know, screwed other people over during the pandemic. So, come and support these guys because they do mean a lot. I'll get Tom to put a link in the description, um, but the link is uh, www.beer52.com forward slash redmen. Uh, so, they, were, they are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Uh, so, there's a different theme every month. Uh, drink responsibly. Kind of. Uh, yeah, no drinks, uh, We're going to get some some, some news and rumours. I'm going to start off with a piece of um, just 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 rubbish, really, Errol. Um, Liverpool to offer Dejan Lovren to Napoli in cooler barley bid. Um, this is reported. Mike Edwards at it again. Oh, God, isn't he? The Reds <laughs> continue to struggle with the Senegal International with a recent report claiming that the club wants to partner with Virgil van Dijk. Man City are also in the running. According to Tuto Sport, though, the European champions believe that they can lower Napoli's asking price for 29-year-old by including Dejan Lovren as a make-weight. Um, I mean, first of all, it's complete nonsense. So I'm sorry for bringing it to your attention, but maybe they made me laugh this morning. I'm not going to throw Dejan Lovren under the bus because I'm sure there's many people that will look at that arrow and go... Hey, wait, wait, wait. Oh. He's a Premier League winner, mate. Is he? <laughs> a winner of the Premier League? A winner of the Premier League, you know. I, I suppose in that sense, his value's gone up, hasn't it? Champions League winner, champion of the world, Premier League winner, World Cup finalist. I mean, you know, his, his yeah, records. You've got to put some respect on his name. Like, yeah, I know, like you've just got to. It's like, how can you achieve what, I, I, even as a part of the team that he's been a part of, how can you manage to be a part of that? Not derail it. Help achieve what the rest of the team have achieved and be regarded as like a five, ten million pound player. No. No, man, you've got to put some respect on his name and I want some money back for him, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tough situation is, is that he's, I think his contract runs out next season Yeah. and whether they want, Liverpool want to extend that is different and obviously the scenario's changed because of COVID-19 and all that stuff. But I think 
I, we joke around, but I think he gets a bit of a bad rap, doesn't he? I'm like, I'd love Koulibaly at Liverpool, but then you, you're hindering Joe Gomez, you're hindering, you know, Joel Matip. I, think, I don't think Liverpool need him. And for a four-three centre-half in days of Lovren, Errol, like, I think that's, you know, <laughs> you could do a lot worse. I mean, we shouldn't we shouldn't really compare ourselves to the likes of Arsenal, but like, do you know what I mean? They've got David Luiz at centre-back. Do you yeah. Mean? I mean, he's put some respect on his name. And I think, you know, for someone who wants to hang ground and be four-three centre-half, let him, let him be that. That was my point, mate. He's proven whether, you know, we as fans rate him highly or think he's, you know, one of the best centre-backs in the world or not. He's proved that he's got the the human characteristics that Klopp's after. So, you know, he will work hard. He will be part of the team. He has got that rapport with those player lads. And for Klopp, that's a, that's an, Im- an immeasurable. And it is so important to what he tries to get out of all of our players. So, as you say, you could bring in a cooler barley and yet performance-wise, he might go up a level. For, or bring the team up a level potentially but at the same time if he's not the right fit as a person Klopp wouldn't just hang his hat on it and say yeah I'm going to I'm gonna cast out one of our guys that has been working for us and gamble on this new unknown the only thing I would say is if it was more of a serious kind of possibility that he could go the other way I think the Italian league would suit him I think yeah. he would look like a 30, 40 million pound defender again for the next two, three years if he wasn't in an Italian league with that side. You know, yeah. everyone knows Italian football's a bit slower. And I think Koulibaly's the other way around. I think he could do deal with the pace of the Prem. So I'm not saying that it, it couldn't work for either player respectively if they went and made those moves. But just based off, you know, the way the article's framed, we're not going to get it, it also seems a lot of money for a 29-year-old centre-back, which doesn't strike me as a Liverpool sign or an FSG sign and whatever else. I'm not saying Dejan Lovren's the best player. I'm just saying for perspective terms, like keep that. But also, on getting rid of him, I think eradicates another issue in the sense of he's one of those players that's got baggage. I wish Liverpool fans not like that. He tweeted last Thursday um, when Liverpool became champions of the Premier League, Errol. Um, I'm not sure if that's been mentioned, but I'm going to do it again. Um, and he tweeted at half-time and literally just put 45 minutes and then Man City score, and everyone was quote tweeting, going, "Oh fucking hell, nice one, Deja." Like, there's no correlation between Deja Lovren tweeting 45 minutes and, going on and on De Bruyne scoring a screamer in 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 the top corner. Like, but that it doesn't help, does it? And like, I think he knows he he's not a fan favorite in that sense. But he is. But, all, but he, well, all right, he's definitely not a fan favorite. But I think he's an unsung hero. Because yeah. regardless of what, you know, fans get too emotional over things sometimes and he has made high-profile mistakes. But in those high-profile mistakes have come huge learning for the team, not just Dejan Lovren. And he's still been a part of the success. He, on his own, hasn't derailed. After that 4-1 at Tottenham, I know we're going, you know, yeah, heavy no, on Dejan Lovren here. But, you know, after that 4-1 at Tottenham, loads of people written him off and loads of people equally writ Liverpool off. You could well, argue he's a hero then, because if you, if you didn't mess up against Tottenham, none of this would have happened. But then you take it even further back. And the Dortmund game, I know we didn't win the Europa League, but how important was that moment when we beat Borussia Dortmund and he scores? So I don't think he's a fan favourite. But for me, Dejan Lovren's an unsung hero. Yeah. I think the Liverpool centre-back has just surpassed him. But that doesn't mean you can't discredit him for being four-choice centre-half. Anyway, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Tom will collect them towards the end, uh, what we think about. Um, something else that's come out this morning, Errol. Um and I've taken this from the Empire of the Cop, but if anyone gets a chance, go over to Liverpool Echo's website. Um, it's all over the Twitter feed as well. Loads of people have shared this. Have clopped on an open message to Liverpool Echo, which I think in itself, Errol, is just like, it just sums up the guy of how in touch is with, with, with this city. Um, but he obviously discussed a series of things. He said, but he was obviously talking about um, 
what happened at Pierhead last week as well. He said, what I did not love, and I have to say this, was the scenes that took place at the Pierhead on Friday. I'm a human being and your passion is also my passion. But right now, the most important thing is that we do not have these kind of public gatherings. We owe it to the most vulnerable in our community, to the health workers who have given so much and who have applauded, and to the police and local authorities who help as, us as a club not not to do this. Please celebrate, but celebrate in a safe way in private settings, whereby we do not risk spreading the awful disease further in our community. And like even on this one, like there's, there's a bit of a quote, but honestly, I urge you to go over to the, the Echo's website and, and go and read the full thing. Um, just that message alone there, Errol, kind of you know reinforcing. I, I'm, I'm sure like somewhere within the club there'll be some like kind of PR conversation, like listen, like we need to kind of say something. The club themselves did a statement last week as well, but club doesn't have to do these sort of things, does it? Like you know. I think he goes on to say in that thing, like, you know, when he first came to Liverpool, he got the city, he knew it was a special place and stuff. He's just trying to keep everyone and, and obviously the club's reputation kind of intact or, you know, I don't think anyone, most people don't agree with what happens at the gatherings. And then, you know, we all know the situation of, of something else happening, a fireworks being fired at, at the Lava building. But it's just the fact that he just comes out and says, like, listen, behave yourselves. And the one person you're going to listen to is a Liverpool fan, it's Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, it's a, it is a difficult one, and just just while we're we're on this topic, first of all, I think we need to also recognise the, the the good work done by and these guys are on Instagram, so they, they call themselves on a mission MC, and I just seen a post on Instagram the following day that these guys got down with the councillors on obviously the sweet strippers and yeah. helped just tidy up the area. So I don't think enough of that stuff gets mentioned as well because ultimately, a thirty year wait, a hundred plus days of a lockdown situation. People of you know the the, the the demographic that largely seen there at the time, or you know the younger demographic anyway, they've had not a lot to do. I understand the frustration. I understand that build up of emotion and just wanting that release. And in some ways, it's probably you know it's it was a premature ejaculation. Let's just be honest about it because we we've shot our load too soon as a city. But I don't I don't discourage us from shooting our load because we needed to shoot our load. It's been 30 years, man, and it's been in the barrel. So it was going to happen. And, you know, even even Klopp in this type of scenario, Klopp could be, you know, the bangingest porn star ever saying, don't come, don't come, don't. Bro, you're going to come. Like, <laughs> and, like, that's the only way I can wrap my head around this situation right now. And, like, I don't feel... As I say, it's the guys that have gone out afterwards that I'd rather put the attention on to say the good work that they've went and done because, as I say, we can't account for all the people that were just going to act emotionally. Yeah. And, you know, that's I mean, just, that's I, just I, I don't it. think I'll ever hear a better analogy in my entire life. And I'm not quite sure how you went from promoting people, cleaning up, volunteering <laughs> to clock banging a porn star. Um, I, might, I might have to watch that back. No, clock but, but, being but, the banging porn star. Oh, okay. Like, if she was like a female, do you get me? Like, if she, yeah, okay. Now she's telling yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not premature. It's like discovering porn for the first time, but you've done it when you're 30. Tom's Tom's telling us to stop. But yeah, the, the, the sentiment's right, isn't it? And obviously, you know, I think you're right. Those people don't get enough credit for what they do. And, and, and all the news has been like, you know, especially on Twitter, you get caught up in the tribalism and going, oh, local fans doing this. And even on, on national news and local news, they weren't they weren't really slagged off. People basically said what you said in the, uh, the gatherings outside Anfield are going. This is an outpour of emotion. This is an emotional attachment. It's not like, and I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying uh, for comparison of like going to the beach. Isn't it emotional? You can go to the beach any, any, any you know, any time you want. You know, and okay, I get it's a hot day, but this is like you said, it's been thirty years of waiting. So if you want to do that, but I think as Klopp's point still stands, of like, just be sensible about it. I obviously drink responsibly and tired of your shit because I don't know whether it's a notion of just leaving crap around from loads of people like do go yeah. to beaches of like 
when 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 that became a thing. Anyway, it's the respect for your city, isn't it? At the end of the day, and I think as well, there are always going to be those segments of people that will will book the trend and go against what you know has been good advice, and then there will be the people that will respond to that and say, well, we still respect our city, so even though we might have taken part, we will actively actively take part in the cleaning up operation as well. And I just think that you know, whichever way I've you know kind of pictured it out for you, so I still think that's quite important. Like. You mean you mean cleaning up of the rubbish and bottles is what you what is what you're cleaning up there? Yeah. Um, Let's move on very quickly. Robbie Fowler's left his job um, at Brisbane Raw due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, mm. The club were fourth in the A-League in 1920, but it was suspended in March. Uh, on behalf of my... Sorry, this is from Robbie Fowler. He says, on behalf of myself and Tony, I'd like to thank the club for my opportunity and the Brisbane Raw FC fans for the warm welcome and support for me and the team. We were very proud of what we achieved. He basically just goes on to say he's left because of the coronavirus pandemic, Errol. He wants to be close to his family. I'm partly gutted for him because I think... Yeah. You know, I was talking to to Tom before like you know he's kind of out of the line like when he's he's on the other side of the world and he can kind of crack on and, and do his job but I also understand you know he wants to be near his family and I also understand Robbie Fowler with his many many houses many many mansions he's not short of cash so he doesn't need it but I think I think he'll be gutted as well because he'll want to develop his managerial career yeah. which is kind of slightly you know been hindered yeah and they'll probably it's more poignant to us because he's Robbie Fowler, but I can imagine there are a lot of other uh, coaches in similar situations given the pandemic that we've just all been faced with. Um, it is unfortunate, but I think there will, again, because he is Robbie Fowler, there'll be opportunities for him over over here in the UK uh, where, again, he will be closer to his family and he, he still has access to the club. And then, obviously, maybe he can get back in with the club a little bit more. don't know what his ambitions are. If you go from working with a professional club level, you probably don't want to work with... You're not saying you don't want to work with kids, but your focus might not be to go on through the academy as such. Um, but there would be other leagues that would probably give him an opportunity. You only have to look at the likes of, you know, Joey Barton. He's managed to get a managerial job in the UK. So, you know, <laughs> I'd never put anything, <laughs> rule anything yeah. out. It could happen. Um, moving on, Trent Alexander-Arnold has been speaking about Nico Williams. Someone who's really impressed. Um, you know, every time he's got a chance, I think, Errol, yeah. in that Liverpool side, you know, even the Crystal Palace game, he wasn't on for very long. But you can just see, like, he's got certain... Certain elements in training, I mean, that's very early to say. I'm not comparing him as players, but you can just kind of see like his style of play as a right back. You know, he's he's pretty decent. But Trent's been praising him as well. Um, he said he's just got an eagerness to learn and improve every single day. You can see him improving and picking up little things. Likewise with all the young lads, I think there's no better place for young players to be given than at Liverpool to be given an opportunity to train with world class players only to make you better and prepare for days like this. Um, as I said, Williams has him has impressed there on it almost when you think you've got a concern like you know probably even four or five months ago of like you know if, if Trent gets injured who comes in he's kind of shooting on a James Milner in there and again because of the pandemic and the transfer market and all that stuff and I don't want to put too much pressure on that but you can see he's going to take the same steps as, as Trent in that sense and like if Trent's like injured between now and the end of the season you know which you know doesn't really matter because we're Premier League champions and we've already won it but it's good it's good it's, it's good to get it done in the sense of you can say to Nico Williams you're playing this game mate Go and get some Premier League experience. Go and get the experience of playing behind closed doors and take certain pressures of him step by step and let him grow. Yeah, I, I think it's, again, just a huge credit to the, to the lad himself in the sense yeah. that I can, you know, just speculating, but I imagine Klopp probably had a very early conversation with him at the start of the season and kind of projected where he'd want him to be in the progress that he'd want for him come the end of the season. And in his head, there was the always that opportunity that, as you just said there, if Trent goes the start of the season, it might be the, the thinking from the, from the clubs and the coaches that 
we do put Milner in there for a game or two and just try and manage Trent's injury and get him back as quick as possible, depending on whatever injury comes up. But now, again, you say there's another six months past that period and you're actually sitting there thinking, actually, no, we don't necessarily need Milner there because this lad's ready. Yeah. Give him the opportunity, give him the shares. And I think that's him seeing the opportunity for himself and believing that, yeah, if, you know, things were to go sideways, I've got to be, I've got to be ready. And how am I best getting myself there? And he's obviously put the, the timing on the chain in and he's worked with the lads and, you know, he's delivering on what they're asking of him. And I think that's really important. Yeah. Uh, final story before we get to some of your comments is some transfer news. Um, Liverpool, I've got a physio. <laughs> really sorry. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal physio Chris Morgan set to return to Liverpool. Uh, he was there for two years. He's coming back. But again, Liverpool got a habit of doing this. And one of the things which I've not seen being mentioned anywhere is the fact of... Um, Pep Linders going and coming back in Liverpool, improving and doing that. No one, I've not heard one person who, which has been mentioned for the past, every time Liverpool drew or lost a game, we're like, we're missing Buvac. We've just won the league, not heard one, but one person's name. But for Liverpool to kind of get these these people back and kind of consistently improve on the back backroom staff as well, all you know, kind of get people in. I think it's, you know, again, incredible and testament to what Klopp and what the whole club are doing. Yeah, that's what he said, you know, in, in the Sky Sports thing after they won, they won the league the other day. It was... The, you know, he, he took the time to note the backroom staff and, you know, all the extra hands that go into making it possible. And I think that he's always going to have one eye on that. As a manager, I think he knows the importance that other people bring to the table and he wants the best people in the room to be able to deliver for us. So, you know, I... I and also we, from the physio perspective... The physio, one good physio is to another because, we're, you know, we're not in the sports industry, but you better believe Klopp knows the difference and, you know, yeah. anything that he does now, as you say. We're just going to back him from this point on. Here's the keys to the city, mate. Do your thing, Klopp. Do your thing. And also from the physio's perspective, like, just get out of Arsenal. <laughs> just go, <laughs> go, go, go and join the Premier League champions because that's what we are. Uh, some of your comments. Ian Russ's moustache says, can you say happy birthday to my son, Harrison, please, guys? No. Uh, only joking. Happy birthday, Harrison. Have a, have, have a wonderful day. Uh, being a huge su- lad. Happy birthday, Harrison. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday supporting the champions of the Premier League. Uh, on Koulibaly, Rob D says, club looking to offer Lovren's part of a possible deal for Koulibaly. Said that on here last week. Oh. Let's move on. Stephen Somerville, um, Lovren's won a Champions League Prem medals, so at least he can leave on a high. Yeah, well, I'm sure Lovren will be happy with that. Maybe he wants first-team football. Yeah, that's from his perspective. On a Klopp statement, Rachel Ellis. Hello, Rachel. Uh, she says, well, what a few days have been. Just when you think Klopp can't do any more, he writes that letter. What a man. I said before, go to the Liverpool Echo website, go and read it. Uh, Con Cole says, I haven't got a letter. Well, because it was addressed to everybody. You know, he's not hand-delivering him. He's not Father Christmas. Um Fan celebrating on the pier. Kevin Napier says, I cannot agree more with what Klopp has said. We do not need to play into the hands of the haters either yet. Uh, too proud to admit to mistake. Typical fake outrage. They won't call out protesters on beachgoers. Yeah. And on Nico Williams, fan Yotman says, did you see the video posted by Nico Williams in training? I did see that. I was very similar to what he did towards the end of the Crystal Palace game. We've been kind of going past a few players. Errol, it shows the confidence that that lad's got in that clip. I don't know if you've seen it, but also Crystal Palace is kind of just coming on, knowing he's got a role. And like, if he doesn't, He's only got a certain time to impress. Yeah. So you've got to take you've got to take the opportunities. And I think he has done. Every opportunity he's been given this season, he's always he's <laughs> always impressed on the eye. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, stronger civilian says Trent can move into midfield. Nico's a good replacement for Trent. I mean, if that happens, I'm 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 not all about that. If, if no Trent's getting, getting getting goals and assists from from right back, then for me, just just leave it as it is. 
He's Wait, another yeah. one that can have the keys to the city. Oh, yeah. Just give all of them. Maybe, maybe we can get two keys cut and just give them one each. Just let them do the thing. Yeah, and I can post the letters to all the fans as well. Uh, we're going to wrap it up there. Errol, thank you very much. And thank oh, you very much for the best analogy I've ever heard in my lifetime. Don't forget, uh, go and get that beer52, www.beer52.com forward slash Redman. Get eight beers, a snack, and a magazine for uh, 5.95 posting packaging. Uh, to monthly things. So the beers change each time. So you don't like dark ales or anything like that you can change them all up it's it's boss uh, and now i can now it's the last one i can actually go and drink them all <laughs> not right now because i've got another show to do after this uh, but i will be doing i will be celebrating the premier league champions at liverpool see ya ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 